Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible in one year, following the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, May 18th, and it's also the 27th of Iyal on the Hebrew calendar. We are still counting the Omer every day until we get to Shavuot. Today is day 42. Our Torah portion this week is Bamidbal, which means into the wilderness. And our reading today is going to come from Numbers chapter 3, verses 14 through 39. Before we begin though, let's take a moment and bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Count the children of Levi by their fathers' houses, by their families, You shall count every male from a month old and upward. So Moshe counted them according to the word of the Lord as he was commanded. These were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon, Kohath, and Merai. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by their families, Livnai and Shimai. The sons of Kohath by their families, Amram, Ishau, Hevron, and Uziel, the sons of Merai by their families, Mali and Mushi. These are the families of the Levites, according to their fathers' houses. Of Gershon was the family of Levites, and the family of the Shimatis. These are the families of the Gershonites, those who were counted of them according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward. Even those who were counted of them were 7,500. The families of the Gershonites shall encamp behind the tabernacle westward. Elisaph the son of Lael shall be the prince of the father's house of the Gershonites. The duty of the sons of Gershon in the tent of meeting shall be the tabernacle, the tent, its covering, the screen for the door of the tent of meeting, the hanging of the court, and the screen for the door of the court, which is by the tabernacle, and around the altar, and its cords for all of its service. Of Kohath was the family of the Amramites, the family of the Yitzrahites, the family of the Hevonites, and the family of the Uzielites. These are the families of the Kohathites, According to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, there were 8,600 keeping the requirements of the sanctuary. The families of the sons of Kohath shall encamp on the south side of the tabernacle, and the prince of the fathers' houses of the families of the Kohathites shall be Elizaphan, the son of Uziel. Their duty shall be the ark, the table, the menorah, the altars, the vessels of the sanctuary with which they minister, the screen and its service. Eliezer the son of Aaron the Kohen shall be prince of the princes of the Levites, with the oversight of those who keep the requirements of the sanctuary. 
Of Murai was the family of the Mahilites and the family of the Mushites. These are the families of the Murai, those who were counted of them, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, were six thousand two hundred. The prince of the father's house of the family of Murai was Zoyel, the son of Abiel. They shall encamp on the north side of the tabernacle. The appointed duty of the sons of Murai shall be the tabernacle's boards, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, all its instruments, all its service, the pillars of the court around it, their sockets, their pins, and their cords. Those who encamp before the tabernacle eastward, in front of the tent of meeting towards the sunrise, shall be Moshe and Aaron and his sons, keeping the requirements of the sanctuary for the duty of the sons of Israel. The outsider who comes near shall be put to death. All who were counted of the Levites, whom Moshe and Aaron counted at the word of the Lord, by their families, all the males from a month old and upward, were 22,000. That was Numbers, or Bamidbao, chapter 3, verses 14 through 39. Now for our reading from the Nevi'im, we will be reading from Yermiyahu, or Jeremiah, chapter 10. Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the way of the nations, and do not be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, for the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are vanity. For one cuts a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, so that it cannot move. They are like a palm tree of turned work, and do not speak. They must be carried, because they cannot move. Do not be afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, neither is it in them to do good. There is no one like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Who would not fear you, King of the nations? For it belongs to you, because, among all the wise men of the nations, and in all their royal estate, there is none like you. But they are together brutish and foolish, instructed by worthless idols made of wood. There is silver beaten into plates, which is brought from Tarshish, and gold from Uphaz. The work of the engraver, and of the hands of the goldsmith. Their clothing is blue and purple. They are all the work of skillful men. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting King. At his wrath the earth trembles. The nations are not able to withstand his indignation. You shall say this to them, The gods that have not made the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. God has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding he has stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, the waters in the heavens roar, and he causes the vapors to ascend. From the ends of the earth he makes lightnings for the rain, and he brings the wind out of his treasuries. 
Every man has become brutish and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is disappointed by his engraved image. For his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are vanity, a work of delusion. In the time of their visitation they will perish. The portion of Yaakov is not like these. For he is the maker of all things, and Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. Adonai Tsevaot is his name. Gather up your wares out of the land, you who live under siege. For the Lord says, Behold, I will sling out the inhabitants of the land at this time, and will distress them, that they may feel it. Woe is me because of my injury, my wound is serious. But I said, Truly this is my grief, and I must bear it. My tent has been destroyed, and all my cords are broken. My children have gone away from me, and they are no more. There is no one to pitch my tent again, to set out my curtains. For the shepherds have become brutish, and have not inquired of the Lord. Therefore they have not prospered, and all their flocks have scattered. The voice of news, behold, it comes, and a great commotion out of the north country. To make the cities of Yehuda a desolation, a dwelling place of jackals. O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his steps. O Lord, correct me, but gently, not in your anger, lest you reduce me to nothing. Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, and on the families that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Yaakov, yes, they have devoured him, consumed him, and have laid waste to his habitation. That was Yirmiyahu, chapter 10. And now to our reading from the writings, we will be reading from Yov, or Job, chapter 31. And this is Job still continuing to speak here. I made a covenant with my eyes. How then should I look lustfully at a young woman? For what is the portion from God above, and the heritage from Shaddai on high? Is it not calamity to the unrighteous, and disaster to the workers of iniquity? Does he not see my ways and count all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, and my foot is hurried to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance, that God may know my integrity. If my step has turned out of the way, if my heart walked after my eyes, if any defilement has stuck to my hands, then let me sow and let another eat. Yes, let the produce of my field be rooted out. If my heart has been enticed to a woman, and I have laid wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let others sleep with her. For that would be a heinous crime. Yes, it would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges. For it is a fire that consumes to Abaddon, and would root out all my increase. If I have despised the cause of my male servant or of my female servant, when they contended with me, what then will I do when God rises up? When he visits, what shall I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make him? Did not one fashion us in the womb?
If I have withheld from the poor, from their desire, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone, and the fatherless has not eaten of it, no, from my youth he grew up with me as with a father, I have guided her from my mother's womb. If I have seen any perish for want of clothing, or that the needy have no covering, if his heart has not blessed me, if he has not been warmed with my sheep's fleece, if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless, because I saw my help in the gate, then let my shoulders fall from the shoulder blade, and my arm be broken from the bone. For calamity from God is terror to me, and because of his majesty I can do nothing. If I have made gold my hope, and have said to the fine gold, You are my confidence, if I have rejoiced because my wealth was great, and because my hand has gotten much, if I have seen the sun when it shined, or the moon moving in splendor, and my heart has been secretly enticed, and my hand threw a kiss from my mouth, this also would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for I would have denied God above. If I have rejoiced at the destruction of him who hated me, or lifted up myself when evil found him, yes, I have not allowed my mouth to sin, by asking in this life with a curse. If the men of my tent have not said, Who can find one who has not been filled with his meat? The foreigner has not camped in the street, but I have opened my door to the traveler. If, like Adam, I have covered my transgressions by hiding my iniquity in my heart, because I feared the great multitude and the contempt of families terrified me, so that I kept silence and do not go out of the door, or that I had one to hear me, behold, here is my signature, let Shaddai answer me. Let the accuser write my indictment. Surely I would carry it on my shoulder. I would bind it to me as a crown. I would declare to him the number of my steps. As a prince would I go near to him. If my land cries out against me and its furrows weep together, if I have eaten its fruits without money or have caused its owners to lose their life, let briars grow instead of wheat, and stinkwood instead of barley. That was Job or Job, chapter 31. And continuing on to our reading from the Apostles, we will be reading from Romans, chapter 11. I asked then, did God reject his people? May it never be. For I also am an Israelite, of the seed of Avraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people, which he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says about Eliyahu? How he pleads with God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets, and they have broken down your altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. But how does God answer him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Even so then, at this present time also, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace it is no longer of works, otherwise grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. 
Otherwise work is no longer work. What then? That which Israel seeks for it did not obtain, but the elect obtained it. And the rest were hardened, according as it is written. God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear, to this very day. And David says, Let their table be made a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution to them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they may not see, and always keep their backs bent. I asked then, did they stumble that they might fall? May it never be. But by their fall, salvation has come to the Gentiles, to provoke them to jealousy. Now if their fall is the riches of the world, and their loss the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? For I speak to you who are Gentiles, since then, as I am an emissary to Gentiles. I glorify my ministry, if by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh, and may save some of them. For if the rejection of them is the reconciling of the world, what would their acceptance be but life from the death? For if the first fruit is holy, so is the lump, and if the root is hollow, so are the branches. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you being a wild olive were grafted in among them, and became partner with them of of the root and of the richness of the olive tree. Do not boast over the branches, but if you boast, it is not you who support the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off that I may be grafted in. True, by their unbelief they were broken off, and you stand by your faith. Do not be conceited, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. See then the goodness and the severity of God, towards those who fell severity, but towards you goodness. If you continue in his goodness, otherwise you will also be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of that which is by nature a wild olive tree, and were grafted contrary to the nature into a good olive tree, how much more will these which are the natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? For I do not desire you to be ignorant, brothers, of this mystery, so that you will not be wise in your own conceits that a partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, as it is written. Deliver, and he will turn away. Ungodliness from Yaakov, this is my covenant with them, when I will take away their sins. Concerning the good news, they are enemies for your sake. But considering the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. For the gift and the calling of God are irrevocable. For as you in times past were disobedient to God, but now have obtained mercy by their disobedience, even so these also have now been disobedient, that by the mercy shown to you they may also obtain mercy. For God has bound all to disobedience that he might have mercy on them. 
on the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How acceptable are his judgments, and his ways past tracing out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has given first to him, and it will be repaid to him again? For of him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. That was Romans chapter 11. That concludes our readings today, but if you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year's cycle, you will also be reading from Matthew chapter 27, verses 39 through 66. Until next time, busy moms. I pray that this touched your life today and it will help you as you continue about your day. This is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms wishing you shalom from Israel. Thank you.